<laughs> What's happening, weirdos? What a great one. Yeah, this was a very special one. It was. I always say this, but like the first half, we're shooting the shit. We're having some laughs. Second half, I think rare podcast error, meaning yeah. Val and I were going through a, a like a life decision mm-hmm. and we haven't had a chance to talk mm-hmm. and we talked about it on the podcast. So it's like real fresh fresh and it's vulnerable and and it's it's, crispy (laughs) and it's and it's honest which i think is really special so uh be sure to listen to the second half Mm -hmm. Uh, and if you don't like the first half just skip to the second half (laughs) but uh i think you will like the first half i really i I enjoyed both i just mean where it got like kind of different is the second half so yeah check that out i am on tour go to petehomes.com be adding some dates there and uh, it, as you guys know, we do ads a little bit differently. I only do thing, ads for things that we actually use and actually love. I don't even know what the ads are. Uh, <laughs> this week, I, no, I know they're, I know they're Pete's picks. But I've been giving, Andrew Ran- Rannells just did mm. the pod, and I gave him Modern Mammals and Magic Mind. And I'm just like, I fucking love. Love your shit. Yeah, but I love having a stable of products. It yeah. sounds so stupid to say a stable product. I just mean, like, these are the things yeah. that I fucking love. Yeah. Living libations, like fucking perfect jeans. And it feels good. I got my Apollo vibrating on social right now. Yeah. And it just feels honest and nice. So if you want to try something that I like, mm-hmm. it does support the show. And we appreciate it. So Katie, roll them that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> <laughs> Also, if you'd like to support the show, why not try a Pete's Pick? We only do ads for things I actually use and actually love, and I'm so excited to introduce a new Pete's Pick. Pete's Pick, which is bird dogs. This episode is brought to us by my new favorite, best-looking, best-feeling shorts I've ever owned, bird dogs. I'll show them. These are my bird dogs. I was just... For those of you in the uh, watching the video, I was just swimming. I, I've never been a big shorts guy. I don't like swim trunks, even though I love swimming. But bird dogs are literally here to change all of that, especially now that it's summer. I love liberating my legs and getting in water as often as I can. And now thanks to my bedogs, bedogs, <laughs> I, I can do so feeling totally comfortable and looking and feeling really, really good. Bird dogs make you look good. They have stretch khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and your leg, giving you a truly sculpted look, basically doing the same thing Lululemon does, but let's be honest, it's a plus that it is not Lululemon and it looks way better. They're not stiff. It's not restricting cotton. Bird dogs have fixed this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches to get you a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. And Bird Dog uses anti-stink, anti-sweat. It's sweat-wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. These trunks that I'm wearing right now not only fit great and look great, but they dry really quickly and they look incredible in and out of the water. So go to birddogs.com weird and you will get a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com weird. Support the show, get some awesome shorts or some swim trunks and get a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. It's also brought to us by our friends at Living Libations. You guys know I'm mindful of what I put in my body. 
But years ago, I realized I wasn't being very careful about what I put on my body, which, of course, these things end up in your body. I was buying shaving cream. You guys know neon blue shaving goo isn't good for your body. These are filled with chemicals linked to disease and toxicity levels never intended for humans. And I realized I want to eat food where I recognize the ingredients and I want my skincare to be the same. Enter Living Libations, not only the best and deep down most effective skin care, hair care, eye care, teeth, and baby products I've ever found. I'm sweating because I just got out of the pool. But also the most natural, made exclusively with plants and oils and extracts that not only will you recognize, but you'll be able to easily pronounce. Now that it's summer, having a natural zinc-based sunblock for Leela, our daughter, is so important. And so many of them, I've done my research, that claim to be natural just are not. But Living Libations Love the Sun Sunblock not only works great, lasts long on your body and lasts long in the bottle, but also we can feel great about putting it on ourselves and on our daughter all summer long. So this is a great way to support the show. Get something small, get something big, whatever you want to replace, something in your medicine cabinet, something in your hair care, skin, face, body, eyes, teeth, even babies. Living Libations has a premium, natural, and wonderful product to replace the random chemical nightmare they sell at 7-Eleven. 15% 15% off. Go to livinglibations.com slash weird. 15% off and show your support of the show. That's livinglibations.com slash weird. All right, everybody. It's We Made It Weird. It's one, one, so, one, one something. For, for. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's 142. <laughs> You're great. All right. Go ahead and get into it. Many impressions of frustrating... Ooh. Doesn't this look like such a dainty lady coffee? <laughs> it's in like a thin glass. It's it's like a <laughs> I'm light just giving colored. You <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um okay, it's I'm starting to sweat. <laughs> it's got it's like got ice and <laughs> it's a, it's a, I can't handle even fake mm. Oh my god. You're just enjoying that? I'm so enjoying this it's like exactly what i wanted I you know that. these days i drink two coffees in every morning. morning clink it in the mic again comes from a place called bonito <laughs> that's the beans we get can you make it a little less frantic? <laughs> uh, i'll take direction i'm not above it i know you will i'm not a diva you will, you will. That's what I was looking for. Oh, I can't even really hear it, but I love it. <laughs> That's the rocking chair. I'll tell you, Val. The days are long and the days are slow. <laughs> Let's go down to Mexico. <laughs> oh, my God. This is R-A-R-E. Is this a bloody steak? Because you are jazzed. And I'm sort of metazzed. I don't believe it. I'll what do you believe mean? it when I snee it. I just, <laughs> walked, <laughs> I just walked home and I got pretty co- pretty cooked. I'm just saying, usually you start these pods, or it's it's one of the ways this goes, is that you start the pod, pod being like, I'm just kind of chill today. And then like... Cut to five, five minutes later. And the mashed potatoes. And the, I can't even fake your mania. Well, I went straight to mashed potatoes. 
If you could, that would be great. That'd be two of me. We could both, we could both be tour. Making the bucks. <laughs> making the bucks. That's not true. I'm Instead, so glad. I'm dead weight. No, that, that did sound like that a little bit. And that's why I didn't like it. I started yeah. to walk it back immediately. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for the ways that you're not like me. Yeah. Speaking Thank of. You. Yeah. Hmm, mm-hmm. Just a little. Anybody have any prayer requests or praises to share? Testimonies. Who's got a praise to share? I have a praise, <laughs> praise report. We used to call it praise, praise report. report. Okay. Yeah. I have a raise the praise. Um, <laughs> that was a thing. It raise was spart- the praise. R A Z the P A Z. Oh, God. P. No. No, P R A Z. That's so dumb. And we used to call it Raz the Praz, of course. Raz the Praz. You're going to Raz the Praz? Raz the Praz was in the era of like, see you at the pole and stuff. So first oh, we'd yeah. raise the praise and then the next day we'd see them at the pole. Was it see you at the pole or was it meet you at the pole? Meet me at the pole. It was see you at the pole. C-U-N-T. <laughs> You're being a real see you at the pole right now. <laughs> <laughs> it almost works. Christian insults. Yeah. She was being kind of a see you at the pole. <laughs> a, that cu- is... a cut. A cut. Yeah. <laughs> cut. I'm sure I've said this before, but see you at the pole. I would always just like run in at the last second and hold hands for like five seconds. Oh. See you at the pole. For what? those of you that don't know, is you would meet at the flagpole. Yeah. So a real pray. blend of. Oh, Church America and, and Christianity. Yep. Yeah, and we'd hold hands around the flagpole and pray for the country. I guess. And we, ca- I really swear, we called it either prayer at the pole or meet you at the pole, because we're on the other side of the country and somewhere it didn't around make the Mississippi. It. Yeah, they yeah were like meet change. you at the pole, <laughs> meet you at the big stick. Yeah. <laughs> meet you at George Washington's swizzle stick. But I had a really great teacher my favorite teacher mr pursue the zebra cake one that i told you about <laughs> yeah i <laughs> thought you were more eco groovy than that yeah he said one time to my brother my brother had a zebra cake on his desk which is like a lower tier hostess i know but that's what they like sold at the commissary <laughs> they didn't commissary. call it that <laughs> but... your brother was in prison yeah this was in prison i said school because i'm trying to spare his <laughs> reputation all right even though he's got teardrop tattoos i mean um anyway <laughs> <laughs> where did you go i was, was waiting. your story to tell no i was waiting for you you said i mean and i thought you were gonna tell me what you meant i had a riff i was like why are we bringing like tattoos into murdering someone but then I, yeah. i'm also like what more would you want to commemorate than that life-changing event <laughs> It actually seems inappropriate to get a tattoo for any other reason. Oh, my God. Only commemorate things that are actually for sure permanent. Yeah, big deal. Yeah. And like, whoa. Whoa. That big deal changed. woes. Anywho's, so the the zebra cake was sitting on my brother's desk, and Mr. Bursu came over and went and he had like a very maybe i've told the story on the pod because it's one of my favorites he had like a very long like walrus mustache my favorite teacher in high school also had a walrus mustache. wow mr he, brown and he had like a like moppy curly hair he looked like jerry garcia and he used to actually follow the grateful dead mm. And he um, and I don't mean on Twitter. And he had okay. The, <laughs> I'm talking about gas in the tank. Okay, talking going about around the country, stock down to the floor, and still only going about 32 miles an hour. It's turning into Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, and that's when I went and saw the Grateful Dead. <laughs> 
And Jerry was wonderful. Jerry. Je- oh, Peter. Jerry. <laughs> I can't do it. Today. Can't do it really either. Anyway, he had like Big Lebowski posters in his classroom. He was like a human Birkenstock. And he he walked by and said, uh, Cheney, I would think your diet would be a little more eco-groovy than a zebra cake. <laughs> So this is who we're dealing with, right? <laughs> and one time... Did he really say a zebra cake? Yeah. That's our favorite part, is that he like... <laughs> that it was the that's emphasis how you and was, Annie talk. A zebra cake. <laughs> a zebra cake. Like the Ooh, wrong, a zebra cake. The yeah, wrong that's emphasis. Annie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. so did he. I've loved people like that for years, it turns out. Yeah, you like a little quirk of the work. I do like a quirk of the work. And if you can twerk... Don't be a jerk. Okay. You're me. I'm baked in the easy bake and you're telling this story and it's like you're, you're interrupting yourself and I telling know. stories and saying, I don't know nice. if I told, it doesn't it feel great? It does feel nice. Most of the time. Can I interject? I, I'm like you. May, yeah. may I? Yeah. Take Will up this space. ruin everything? Um, most of the time when someone is like that and, I, and I'm grumpy, it is jealousy. Like if I see somebody at a party that's just kind of like feeling himself and yeah. telling a story and yeah. wearing a loud color and like mm-hmm. just like loving life. Mm-hmm. And if I don't feel that way, if I'm pinched and closed, I'll be like, fuck yeah. this guy. But if I go a little bit deeper, it's like, God, I know how that feels. And I wish I felt that good. I wish I knew how that felt. Yeah. I wish I could feel it right now. But yeah. I, I don't feel that right now. I'm enjoying you. All right. Thank so you. Eco Groovy. So, so there was see you at the pole yeah. one day and I was in his practical law. He had a New York accent, even though he lived I'm pretty sure in Berkeley his whole life. Oh my God. And, um, and I was in his class and I was like, I got to go to see you at the pole. And he <laughs> turned it into this whole thing of like, is this okay? Like, you isn't this yeah. mixing religion with a public school and like yeah w- yep it was like like made an example of me in oh, the class oh he embarrassed you it it wasn't i think i was embarrassed actually but i wasn't mad at him like it was interesting and it was thought provoking mm. and i did like in hindsight, some of the things that he did, I'm like, mm, that's probably not, just probably not cool. Because <laughs> like, he too. was like making me feel embarrassed that I was a Christian. Uh, but he was trying to be kind and he was just like act asking questions. Yeah. Like he wasn't making the point that it wasn't, but he was using it as an example. Can I tell you about, okay, so on the topic yeah. of bad teachers. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> yes. to Mr. Sorry, Swir- Mr. Pursue. 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 There was a D, and I never, I honestly to this day don't know if it, it's a silent D or not. Hey, save those silent Ds for my essays, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I mean by that. Okay. I do, but it sounded like I meant a dick. Mm-hmm. Mr. Lopez, mm-hmm. his name was Sal Lopez, and he Love was it. over it. He yeah. had a little gray mustache. <laughs> he was shaped like the number eight, he was small. He looked like Danny DeVito had a growth spurt, mm, <laughs> like just a yeah. tall, big, but also I think he might have been Mexican. But he so had a cinched waist. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. There was something bulbous about him. Like there was, there was a bulb. There were shapes. There it were wasn't shapes. just one round shape. He wasn't a zero. <laughs> he, wasn't. he sure wasn't a one. This dude was most, of all the numbers, he was yeah. most like, it, he's older now, so he's probably more like a two. 
from he's the hunch. side. Yeah, he's hunching. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I always remember, we used to call him Sally, which is deeply disrespectful because he talked about going to Carnival. Mm. And the only way you could get into a certain part of Carnival is if you were a woman. And he thought he was so cool. Oh, wow. That he was like, and so? And he kind of like gave this knowing <laughs> smile. And we were all like, what? You dressed up as a woman? And like, look, that's a fine story. It's just a weird story for a professor, a teacher to tell his students for no real reason, except that he was just kind of feeling himself. He wanted to be cool. And it totally backfired. Look, it was the fucking 90s. We weren't ready to be like, that's wonderful. We were all just like, you in a wig and a dress. And I bet you like did some Loved affectations it. that like oh, you were playing around sure. and enjoying it and getting a little loose. Oh my God. <laughs> Maybe you yes. got a glimpse of what your life could have been, should have been all that. It's fine. And I'm celebrating it. But like, it was a weird, I'm celebrating it. I'm celebrating it for you, Sally. But it, we did call him Sally. Not, oh my I don't God. know if we called him to his face, but anyway, Sal was sort of a turd, like mm. meaning there were just things that were wrong. Yeah. And the one that I always think about, Mm-hmm. was again keep in mind he's a hefty bag he's a plastic bag that could take out more than just a tall garbage like a tall kitchen sure it's a big garbage bag yeah like an outside trash bag. he's an outside <laughs> trash bag he's like a yard waste trash bag of yeah. a man yeah. stuffed with but it's not dry leaves it's fat <laughs> it's like body fat uh-huh. so he's a softum but there's a cinch to it but there <laughs> I can't get over it you're so talented all right and he was talking about, for some reason, he's one of these teachers that would just go off on mm. tangents. Yeah. And he was talking about obesity or something. Ah. And this is the 90s, and it was just like our understanding of different body types, different metabolisms, different genetics, all these yeah. things. And not to mention like eating for stress, which is what I was doing. We had no concept of that. It was like if you were f- overweight, yeah. I almost said fat, let's own it, let's own it. I was thinking about myself, though. I was just a little doughy boy. Um, it just meant you didn't do enough sit-ups. That's all it meant. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. It's like, why aren't you doing sit-ups? <laughs> <laughs> right. This was the ni- 90s. And um, so he was making this point about overweight kids. Mm. And he was like, and you know, when somebody is really overweight, and then he paused and scanned the room, <gasps> and then no. went, well, there's no one too bad in here. <gasps> no. There's oh, no one too my. bad in God. here and i'm sitting there almost certainly the heaviest person in the class going like what if there had been if uh, there was uh, like an xxl uh, person yeah. were you going to be like like sonia yeah sonia yeah. you're a real beef <laughs> like w- what are you doing so, this, so listen closely well, yeah right so this will pertain to you that's you sit up person and yeah. maybe he started looking around and then realized, like, wait, I can't actually point out these fatties. So just turned but it into, he like... he was also a hefty. None, none of it is okay. Why are you talking about this at all? I mean, definitely some, uh, like, a lot of my favorite teachers, actually... Would do stuff like that? Would just, like, kind of pontificate on, like, random topics. One of my favorite teachers truly admitted to not having any lesson plans and just would like stand and talk about like when he was in the Peace Corps about like anything he wanted. Yeah. And then like in the last 15 minutes be like, 
So this is your assignment. Go for it. Yeah. These <laughs> are like, what? But I loved it. I never uh, got this bit off the ground, but I had a joke about how the, the big punchline. Well, it was it was like it was my early attempt at doing like a rant or like a Bill Burr kind of thing. Mm. And I was like, why do we all assume like what? Why do we all <laughs> applaud when someone's a teacher? Uh. It, the bit would work now that I'm thinking about it. It's like. We all had teachers. It was like one out of 10 was good. (laughs) And the rest were a bunch of Sally Lopez's. Yeah. And the bit ended with, be honest, teacher is the choice of a person who didn't know what else to do in their life. I don't think that's always true. No. But it's it's sometimes true. Sometimes. Because I went, and you know I'm right, because we all considered it. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. when you're in high school, everyone, most people at least briefly go like, maybe I could could do what Sal does, Sal Lopez. But I do think that has changed I mean, not not in every region, but it is like hard to be a teacher. Oh my god, I feel it's like it has the changed. hardest thing. Or maybe ever. we just grew up and realized even they were yeah slogging and getting this I terrible mean, buying their own pencils and shit. What is funny and like Bill Burr about that da, bit da, 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 da. is that it's not true. I mean, there's yeah, like, no, it's cheeky. Teachers are are like deserve all the money but i've I tried guess, to do it i couldn't do it no i know like yeah, the yeah, yeah. Thing you ever. Try, not the bit you tried to be a teacher yeah i feel the same way about pastors i have friends that just like look when you're young mm. and you're picking a profession and you're looking around and you're like what are the choices it's like teacher pastor yeah police officer fireman like they're those yeah. like Kind of like one word answer around and you see him around. Yeah. It's like busy town, busy like. town answers. <laughs> yeah. Am I going to be a crossing guard or a mailman? <laughs> and I have a friend. He's uh, I, I love this man and he became a pastor. And, but that was the first person that I was like, wow, they're just the same fucking idiots that we are. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, you like, want them to be like ordained, like special. Like bike. he was always holy. Right now. It's like, was, yeah. It's like she was always Beyonce. Remember when Harris Whittles said that his sister went to school with Beyonce and she was always Beyonce. Oh, wow. Like she was always going to be Beyonce. There was no like. Yeah. That's what I want my clergy. <clears throat> yeah. I want my clergy to be like in history class in second grade. Second yeah. grade too early. You get it. You, <laughs> you get, get it. it. Social studies. SS. Uh, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I mean, it's a sleepy summer series, man. It's a sleepy I'm summer. I'm enjoying it, and I'm just sort of like... I'll put this to you. I'll put this to you. Okay. Put it. Put it all over me. Valerie, okay, I'm sorry. stop it with your sensuality. I'm sorry for my sensuality. <laughs> That's not proper for <laughs> a boy like, like me. <laughs> That's something Val's brother says. Or well, said he once. said once and got caught by like the most masculine person in our life. Walked in right when he said, "That's not proper for a boy like me." <laughs> I love it, and that's so why much. Derek Brian Cheney is the best human alive. That's how old was he? Like twenty-two. <laughs> oh my god! I've always pictured him little. <laughs> no. That's not proper for a boy like me. <laughs> what a yeah. gift! What a gift that is. I know. Well, I was just hanging out with Sam, our friend Sam, and I was telling him about. Okay, so I had this experience this morning where I was uh, sitting and doing a little <laughs> spiritual practice. And um, 
I was really loving it. It was a, a beautiful, oh, I don't know my phone, it's fine. It's going to read a little bit of it. But it, it was just a very, like, one of those lovely lessons where it's like enlightenment isn't something exotic or crazy. It's just a recognition. Like, you, re- you recognize what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that in terms of, like, the movie The Matrix. I was like, The Matrix is a really beautiful gift because that, like, cascading code that yeah. you see that is <clears throat> everything. Mm-hmm. But when you recognize it as a code, but you, you, you know what I mean? Like you see the origin of everything. You see how, of course, in Miracles is always saying like reality is like feathers blowing in the wind. It's like these mm-hmm. patterns. I myself have said it's like uh, rain falling on a lake. And, you know, there's that like sprite fizz on top of the lake. And yeah. you can sometimes see colors and shapes in that. It's like, that's like what reality is. That's what atoms and molecules are doing. It's this weird thing. Yeah. But I was thinking about, just like the phenomenon of of perception mm-hmm. and how incredible it is mm-hmm. and how overlooked it is, how incredible it is mm-hmm. that we are aware and that we're having this experience. Right. Just all the <laughs> basics that we can hear our thoughts, that I can see you and feel things. It's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. It's, it's really like the thing that we should yeah. be like, what is going on? Not what's happening in your life, but that something is occurring and that there's something that's aware of it. Yeah. Like Rupert Spire always says, it's like, we're like a movie screen and the content of the movie is always changing but the screen is, is this constant. Mm-hmm. So I was closing my eyes and really having like this very effortless, not overly intellectual, more in, this, what I'm saying now is more intellectual. I just kind of closed my eyes and mm. was hearing things, hearing the wind, hearing my breath and feeling my body and just going like, this is fucking crazy. Like it's mm-hmm. right here. Like the peace of God is right here. Mm. And then I was like, you know, if it's true that I could sort of snap out of it and, and disappear into the heart of God, I had this moment where I was like, go ahead, it's fine. Like, because I, I had that thing where there's this line in the Course, the Course in Miracles where it says, a gift of God must be shared. Meaning if, if I dissolve into the heart of God, everyone dissolves into the heart of God. We all go together, we don't go at all. And that's a good thing and that's what we want. So I, I was having this emboldened moment where I was like, it's okay. Leela and Val and everything that I've ever known mm. and loved and valued <clears throat> is only more present and more available and more joy and blah, 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 peace, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's go, fine, mm. let's go. Just kind of having a moment of like, it's okay. Mm. If that's what's happening right here and that's what can happen, go ahead. Yeah. And I even was like, just don't make it weird. Just make it fast. <laughs> it's almost like, just do it quickly. Yeah. It doesn't get have it to be like with. the Tetris pieces of my life start falling away and I start feeling like I'm dying. Like, well, yeah, we don't yeah. need that. Just, just do it fast. Just do it. Just rip it off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And we'll just be there and we'll never think about this again. Right. And then as that wasn't working, clearly, mm-hmm. or, or working, I don't like that. I, it brought me into a space and I was enjoying that merging to the extent to which I was able to merge. Mm-hmm. But then this, and I really saw it, like an involuntary vision mm-hmm. of me mm-hmm. to my right, lower right side of my, per, my field of vision, like a translucent me going like, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. This doesn't work. That's why you're not going to like, snap out of a dream there's nothing to wake up from there's no heart of god like it's just this like what the fuck is wrong with you like when basically like when will you listen to me Mm. i'm over here going like look i tolerate this stuff i'm glad you have a little hobby but like when will you wake up and realize it's just it's just that it's just a hobby it's stupid interesting 
It wasn't even that long, but that's basically what it was saying. Mm-hmm. And what was he wearing? <laughs> he had a huge dick. <laughs> and it was like half hard, and he kept going like, just give me a second. And I didn't... Okay, fe- yeah, I, didn't know- I know I know this one. <laughs> I didn't know if he meant give me a second to like think about something else so the boner goes away. <laughs> right, or, or if he was think like, about something else so the boner arrives really shows more, up. really like see you at the pole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but then almost instantaneously, I just laughed <clears throat> because, and I'll, I'll try my best to explain this, but it was like that vision of doubt is made of the matrix code Mm. it's does that make sense it's like i said to sam and i've said this before but it's i think it's funny that we're like pens Mm. and we're all filled with ink Mm -hmm. and the ink is living spirit the ink is the ground of your being Mm -hmm. the ink is where you receive life Mm -hmm. and your awareness and your and the gift of all that you are the being inside the wellspring Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really funny that most of us use that ink, this miracle, to write, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. you, you're given awareness and yeah. time and space and this fucking insane miracle that mm. in places of spiritual revelation or drugs or all the meditation, you can go like, oh my God, it's right here. It's like the thing we're looking for is right fucking here. Mm -hmm. And it's actually not finding it. It's removing the impediments to recognizing that it's always been here. Mm -hmm. And that's like ink. And we, with the ink, we write, there's no God. There's Mm -hmm. no point. Mm -hmm. This is stupid. Or Mm -hmm. my voice was saying, what, when are you going to grow up and recognize that this doesn't work because it's not real. Wow. But then I was like, but you're made of and being witnessed by the same awareness right. that is the miracle, that is the mystery that will always bring me back to this chair and have me practicing again tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. And not only did he, did the doubting apparition vanish, it didn't even matter if he vanished. I was like, you can stick around if you want. Right. Because how am I hearing you right now? Yeah. Does that make sense? He's going like, hey, over here well, what are you? And mm-hmm. with what am I hearing you? Mm-hmm. And where are you coming from? Mm-hmm. This voice of so, so-called objective reason mm-hmm. that is somehow outside of this so much that it can have an objective and ultimate perspective on it, so much so that it can squash other perspectives on it that it's just like, grow up. It's all just pigeon bones. Yeah. It's all just bullshit. Like, who the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. It. I mean, we don't need another metaphor, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's like we're all underwater and a certain cluster of ocean is going like, this is nothing mm. <laughs> or, and, or, or this is dry. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. This is dry. When will you wake up that this is dry? Cause yeah. water probably doesn't perceive itself as wet. <laughs> right. It just is. Everything else is dry. <laughs> Does that um, make sense? It was yeah. a very, it was a deeply comforting moment. And I mm. remembered my pen, my pen thing where I was right, like, I remember you saying you're that. filled with, life you're filled with this gift of awareness and it's so funny Mm. how tempting and how fun it is to use that gift it's like you know telling your parents to fuck off or something i get it Mm. yeah it's interesting i do think that that voice is probably a protector like yeah it doesn't want to be embarrassed it doesn't want to be embarrassed it could even be like rooted in having although i know you feel like you didn't 
I think you still maintain that you didn't ever like fully believe the, the like Christian creed, you know? Well, there was always a part of me that was hesitant. Yeah. But, but there, it might be protecting you from that again. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. It's like, like well, don't what do are you this? expecting? Yeah. 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 This um, leads to a lot of, uh, conflicted orgasms <laughs> yeah, solo. Yeah. Just blowing loads going like, whoops. Yeah. Whoops, a dude. It is interesting. Like speaking of my brother, I don't think he would mind me saying, sharing this, but Whoop. we, we were just talking when they visited recently and I, you know, I was talking about our friend who is, has psychic abilities and, and, you know, I, I just, I forget because we are so in sort of like a woo-woo place. Like we live in LA and then in Ohio, like there's just like a lot of new yeah. agey people and we know a lot of people don't people bat who are an eye into at that. Reiki up here. Yeah, exactly. You're like, it's Reiki. Of course, everything's energy. Why wouldn't that be, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, and my brother who comes from obviously the same. <laughs> Cut to a guy in. I don't want to say Arkansas, but let's say Delaware. He's yeah. sawing his arm off because he has a headache. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it should be. <laughs> that was, I don't mean any disrespect to the wonderful people of Delaware. <laughs> At least you offended a small uh, place with a small population. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he, but he has this, you know, we have the same upbringing, religious upbringing, and he is at least in a place where he's like, I don't, it, it's not, doesn't feel good to open up to the idea that any of this is really like magical like that. Like it's really comforting right now for him to just be like a materialist mm. and just be like, it's just this. Like if, cause if you open up to the like other realms and, and you know, yeah, but I, I hear that. I'm also just like, you don't have, I, I have friends out here that are getting, in my opinion, too far out where it's like, there's not too far out, but just too yeah. far out to my taste, it, where it's to like, my taste. to my taste, where it's like alien invasions and other mm. galaxies and secret governments. And I'm like, that's yeah. just another, Yeah, it's another distraction because what does that mm. really have to do with anything if at the end of the day, only God is real. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> totally. And I do think there is a sim like it's always simpler than you think. In fact, when you started to tell that story of the you with the half boner in the, in the yeah. left hand corner, I thought right. he was going to say, what, like, what are you doing? This is bullshit. Everything you're looking for is right here. You're trying to go somewhere else. Oh yeah. That would have been great. You know, like that is, it's always simpler. I do want to read the lesson. Do you mind? Yeah. I'd love, I'd love to hear it. Man. Or I'd at the very least be okay with hearing it. <laughs> I'm oh just kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> you are wicked. <laughs> you told me to vamp. I don't know. Did I tell you? I must have talked about this before. So my ex-wife worked at a Barnes and Nobles. Edit that out. <laughs> oh my God. In Maine. Uh -huh. And uh, if you haven't seen a jazz trio play in the cafe oh. of a Barnes and Noble in Maine, like high school jazz boys. Oh my God. And love. the gig was going poorly. <laughs> and I was sitting there 
waiting for my ex now ex-wife's shift to be done. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he, the crowd was not engaged and they were doing their crusty mustache best. They're like, <laughs> I knew I was friends with all these kids. Of course me too. Oh, yeah. They're like wearing a, a, a vest, like a, mm. a three piece suit, but just the one piece. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Vests. And like, yeah, like fedoras, fedoras, like kind Suspenders. of shaggy hair. Yeah, yeah. Dandruff is a big. Oh, dandruff is a big thing in that community. <laughs> yeah. And he was sort of making fun of how unengaged the crowd was, mm-hmm. and they're like doing their best. <laughs> and then they reached a certain point, and the guy went, "Everybody scat!" <laughs> like, but he was saying it like, "I know you're not going mm-hmm. to." That's so funny. That's, how That's I felt exactly when I the you. kind of boy I had a crush on when I was gross. in high school. Gross. I know. I had bo- a, like crush on really gross boys because they were the only ones that were like would do funny things like that. They yeah. were weird yeah. and they were witty. You would have liked my damn and hands. And I was like, <laughs> I would have. Yeah, no, you're wonderful like that. I, I often, it's so funny how quickly you can make me think that I will love the least of these and the weirdos and the outcasts mm. and the misfits. Mm. But then often in my real life, in my adult life, when someone is just like overwhelming to me or mm. too much or like too needy, too wounded, too loud, whatever, yeah. I'm very fast to be like, let's organize everything to make sure they're never near me. <laughs> yeah. And, but like, you know, that's my loss, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it would be beautiful if I could find the place of love more. But you're actually getting actively better at this. I really appreciate Like, I'm that. really seeing it, especially after moving here. Mm-hmm. You're really opening up, and then you're getting to see the benefits. Yeah, well, that happened last night. Let's talk about that after the yeah. mid-rolls, because you were, you were going through, like, a pretty major life choice yeah. that was also freaking me out. Uh, for lack of a better term. And I I experienced this like triangle of love yesterday Mm -hmm. that I had never experienced. And I really want to talk about that. Yeah. Um, It was incredible. Uh, And hopefully a good word for everybody. This was the lesson this morning. It's lesson 188. I won't read the whole thing, but just the first couple lines are really Mm -hmm. beautiful. It says, the peace of God is shining in me now. Why wait for heaven? Those who seek the light are merely covering their eyes. The light is in them now. Enlightenment is but a recognition, not a change at all. Mm. Light is not of the world, yet you who bear the light in you are alien here as well. The light came from you from your native home and stayed with you because it is your own. It's the only thing you bring with you from him who is your source. It shines in you because it lights your home and leads you back to where it came from and you are at home. Mm -hmm. So I understand that that's kind of dismissive of this reality, but it's Mm -hmm. also just beautiful to be like, it's true. You can, and as this lesson goes on, it it prompts you to just kind of close your eyes and feel that Mm -hmm. staticky life that's bubbling up from inside you. Mm -hmm. And when you go into that sort of waterfall, you stand in that waterfall, it's really hard to remember your problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. So let's get to the the triangle of love, and I, I have some things I want to frame that up with, and then mm-hmm. and then a little bit about your decision this week and what you were dealing with. Okay. But we'll be back in literally, I think it's three minutes. 
Summer is in full swing, you guys. It is here, and I am so happy to say that my family and I have been spending so much more time together outdoors, enjoying the warm weather, and just having simple, legit fun in the fresh air, thanks to our friends at Electric E-Bikes. Like electric, but electric e-bikes and just in time electric is bringing you fast and fresh new ride the xp 3.0 their latest e-bike model featuring new hydraulic brakes snag your new electric xp 3.0 e-bike this month and experience what i'm talking about freedom like never before i got val an expedition which is our cargo bike with the plus one seat which she can hold on to or leela can hold on to and we love it it's super comfortable it's well built it's sturdy and it runs so smooth and picks up really fast it made me cackle with joy when i saw how easy it was just to turn my wrist and start moving or you can use it with the pedal assist on, which is like the best of both worlds. You pedal like a manual bike, but it assists you. The battery and the motor assists you, and you just go faster and easier. It's fun. The batteries last a really, really long time. The one we have, the Expedition, has two batteries, which is incredible. So you can really go a long distance, and it gets us outside laughing and playing together. We use it for errands. Go, you can go all the way to the beach from where we live, which is incredible. Running to the grocery store because it has the cargo uh, basket, which is awesome when we forget something or just want to make a small run or just going for a cruise and having, like I said, just old school outdoor, but it's like old school, new school. It's like a new way to ride a bike and we are loving it. The most legit fun I've had in a long time. And the electric e-bike was created with a, a mode of transportation that anyone can ride with quality. Feature-filled models finance as low as $73 a month. Your adventure will not cost a fortune. They include a powerful removable battery, a bright LCD display, seven-speed gearing, and five levels of pedal assist to power your ride. Electric e-bikes are foldable and ship-free fully assembled. It's truly cool. You cut open the box, you basically roll it out, and you're ready to go. So rediscover your independence this summer with an XP 3.0 from Electric. You can visit electricebikes.com to learn more and explore the epic models Electric has to offer. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-E-S.com, electricebikes.com. Also, we're brought to us by a real game changer in my life is Ritual Multivitamins. You guys know you can talk fantasy football with your friends all day, but asking them for health advice, not so much. It's not really the move. Ritual takes all the guesswork out of the vitamin game. Their multivitamins for men is based on science to help fill common nutrient gaps in the diet and level up your nutrient goals. It's an all-around win. I had so many gaps in my diet. I'm always experimenting with what to eat. And Ritual brought me from a deficit to when I go to the doctor, bam, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100. Filling those gaps, I can tell you, it absolutely works. So many people feel like a multivitamin, you just pee it out, right? You just pee it out. That's the criticism I hear. Uh, Ritual multivitamin is different. It has a delayed release, which means it breaks down in your intestine, which is where it can be absorbed directly into your body. Scientifically developed with high-quality key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms, Ritual is a new type of two-a-day uh, from helping support heart health with omega-3 DHA to normal muscle function to normal immune function with vitamin D3 
this small step can have a major impact. It's made traceable. It's vegan-friendly, non-GMO, sugar-free, gluten-free, major allergen-free. I also appreciate that it's uh, fasting-friendly. If you take it on an empty stomach, something like zinc can upset your stomach. But again, it has a delayed release, so it's not going to upset your stomach. And a minty essence in every, every bottle keeps things fresh and makes taking your multivitamin a thing you actually enjoy and look forward to. So... Do what I do, guys. I've been on the Ritual Train for a long time. I take their probiotic as well, uh, and they're essential for men. Two two pills once a day. Essential for men is a quality multivitamin from a company you can actually trust. And get this, Ritual is offering weirdos 20% off, 20% during your first month. Go to ritual.com slash weird to start Ritual or add Essential for Men to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash weird. We're back. Uh, and we're back. And we're back. It's the Sleepy Summer series. We're just we're just jizzing our jeans. I'm going to sit in a good position. I can't get comfortable. I just can't get it going. I just can't get it going. I love it. Um, I was talking to Sam about this. It's funny, like, so with the writer's strike mm-hmm. and with an imposing SAG strike, mm-hmm. a lot of things have, like, most everything has sort of shut down in Hollywood. And you in the midst of this, so I'm feeling this sort of pressure that I'm like, we're doing okay. And I'm also like, there's just like a lot going out, meaning Mm -hmm. cost of living and not a lot coming in. And Mm -hmm. it just sort of freaks me out. Usually in those times of life, I'm like, it's okay. Something's probably coming. Might be like a little TV thing or this or that. And just, because of these strikes, or at mm-hmm. least the strike, nothing is happening. Yeah. And I also want to note my privilege. That's way harder for uh, makeup people that we know, wardrobe people that we know, camera operators. There's like a lot of people yeah. that are affected by this. I'm just speaking from my experience, but I want to yeah. acknowledge that it's, yeah. it's even worse for a lot of people. Yeah. And I hope that we uh, can come to a good, and I also stand behind the strike, obviously. I want yeah. get, get to get things fair. Um, that being said, I was like talking to Sam. I was like, that pyramid of love was so helpful to me because one of the things I've noticed, and it's really difficult to talk about, but when your dreams come true and my dreams have come true, mm-hmm. you become a bit of an outlier. Like you, mm-hmm. you sort of leave the group a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's what you wanted to do. You wanted to be a star. You wanted to <laughs> twinkle. But what's yeah. under, I always say underreported, but what's underreported, mm-hmm. what's underreported is... Um, when you're outside, you lose the community and you kind of have this assumption that because you're in a special rarefied air and your dreams are coming true and you don't work for anybody and you just, from the outside, it seems like you just kind of fart around and do fun things. Mm -hmm. Who will care about you? Who will help you carry your worries? And who will help you? Yeah. Like who will help you if your problem is like, gosh, you know, it sure is hard to heat a pool mm-hmm. or something like that. <laughs> right. That's what it seems like. Right. But we've talked about this, like your life expands and then everybody's basically the same. There's just different sizes of things like, yeah, we just anyway. So last night I was talking about how things have really shut down and my our three friends Sam, Chris, and Jen just gave such love because in the, so this is the story in the midst of me already feeling kind of tight and going like, what are we going to do? What can I do that isn't reliant on show business? Obviously this podcast is a big part of it, 
Um, I'm like, oh, I could write my second book, which I've had this idea for a long time. Mm-hmm. So there are things to do, but I'm not exactly feeling like flush. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the voice of my pain is like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I'll sell a second book. Great. And if I do that, we can basically just keep living. It's not yeah. like we'll be like good. Right. We'll just be able to maintain our life. So yeah. the voice of my pain and my stress is like, I have to like achieve a very difficult thing. Yeah. Right now in this moment, resourced and happy and connected and calm, it doesn't feel like that big of a thing. It sounds like a fun thing. Yeah. But when I'm tense, I'm like, oh, great. I'll just write a book, you know, like, <laughs> and, and then we can pay the bills, like yeah. not have savings or, or pay off debt. It's just like, just continue on. And then like, hope I have mm. another idea. Like it's a real freak out. Yeah. In the midst of this, you were considering, why don't you take it? Yeah, sure. So an opportunity, I'll keep it kind of vague because it's all still like very much happening. Uh, but an opportunity came up for me to buy a, a dance a business. business and continue on a rent renting a dance studio. Um, and, and I had never considered it before, but then was like, hey, this might be actually really great. Like, I think I could do certain elements of this. I, I hate even like answering my own emails and doing like any household admin, (laughs) um, which is key. But I was like, so I would have to get somebody who could do that part. And then, you know, I get to like, like make the space really nice and plan the classes. But even as you say that, that. I remember feeling like we're not exactly sure if Mm -hmm. like you had some people in mind, but we weren't sure if they were like aware or willing to do all the stuff. Right. Yeah. Do all the boring stuff. Ideally someone would do all the stuff and you would do the classes and design the space and and that. So yeah. yeah. And from my perspective, and this was interesting. We realized my your pain tolerance as a Enneagram 9 is very low. And my pain tolerance for your pain is very low. Right. So I was a little bit, and this wasn't correct, but it's where I was coming from. I was like, why do you want to enter into the mire yeah. of emails and schedules? And re- This is not what I said to you, but that was the secret stress yeah. I was carrying. And notice that like on a long drive... I would just be thinking about this on one hand, knowing you would kill it. Mm. And I, I fantasized like, like Julia Gulia in the mirror <laughs> yeah. in wedding singer. I practiced being like my wife. Oh yeah. She owns a dance studio. No, <laughs> Like I thought that was really cool. So I was yeah. on one hand for it. Right. And I was also like, it sucks that we're just not, don't have a lot coming in. And I was like, and now there's going to be another thing going out. And so I, I was starting to panic. But that was also the thing before, just if you remember, like when it first came up, when we went on that date to Natrola, like you were really excited yeah. about it. So, it, you know, there were different phases of this. Buddy, and I know, yeah. We, and How one of them... frustrating. I hope that's not too frustrating for you. No, that's okay. But when I'm resourced and calm and... Yes, <laughs> I, I was very excited. But also in one of the, like, things that appealed to me is when you are in your... Not just, not only then, but especially when you're in your pain body of, like, all right, fine, I'll just fucking write a book so we can keep living... 
Like I, my <laughs> when you re- say it, it sounds so stupid, <laughs> right? But it makes sense. I mean, I, of course you feel that way. My reaction to that is I feel like the first thing I feel is embarrassed. Mm. I feel like deeply embarrassed that I do not make a, a, an income that's even worth mentioning mm. <laughs> and that I can't contribute to that and that the burden is all on you. It makes me feel like a bad feminist. It makes me feel like a, like lazy. It like really ignites mm. a lot of my specific wounds. So w- when I was fantasizing all the different things I was fantasizing about, if I did own this business, like one of the top ones is me being like, look at like the money we that yeah. this made that I made this year right, like for right. our family right, right. that just, for me too it was like a huge yeah and it's just that my skill sets don't make enough money to even make a dent in like the lifestyle that we have yeah. so so this was like actually something that I was like maybe this would be you yeah. know making enough money so that was a big part of it. I definitely was like, I could use like a challenge, something that could stretch me, something that feels empowering, something that's my own that has nothing to do with you, which is like totally rare. By the way, you know? can I tip the ending a little bit? We still feel this way. Like I we do. want yes. to get you into, These are you're the- 34, I'm 44. <laughs> we want you to be uncomfortable. We want you to risk and grow. <laughs> I love though. You're what? right. And it's so generous. And it is funny that I'm like something that's my own. And you're like, and we still want that for you. What do you mean? <laughs> like we, like you're like taking it. Well, it like, sounds you know I mean? like, I, I, I was worried. It sounded like I was like, and I don't want that. No, no, yeah. I know you're, you mean like, and you are in support of the, I am in support of you claiming your thirties and doing your challenging hero's journey. Yes. And you did a really good job at not having, uh, uh, taking your cue from me during this whole process, which is really important. Mm-hmm. It's very important for us to not, you know, sadly, like I have a friend who wanted to start a business with my other friend and like the fifties, her husband was just like, no, that doesn't make financial sense. You're not doing that, you know? And like, that was like, couldn't be further from this. You were waiting to see and you know, like how I made up my own mind and you are staying open, even though of course our finances are tied. So this does make you know, it makes a difference. Well, I kept saying, I was like, if this was a more abundant time, it would be a a nap more of a no brainer. Yeah. But it actually takes a twist. It does. I think it's a really interesting twist. And what's interesting to me about this is just noticing, I think it's valuable for all of us to kind of notice how you as an individual process big life decisions. Like, what do you need? And remember at one point I was like, I just fucking wish I could know what it felt like to be the type of person who just can make a quick decision and just know Mm. and not doubt. And maybe you're like the downside of that is that you are just like blind to all of all sides of things, Mm. but it just seems like it would feel so good because I only see all sides of things and it can be very paralyzing. But also I just remembered that like for me, my head my head will like work overtime. And as I said to you, even yesterday, I was like, 
I just want to be able to sit in a room alone and think about this. Well, that was one of the hard things for me was seeing, I kept going like, are you okay? Yeah. And it was because you were like grinding on an issue. Like, am I going to do this or am I not going to do this? Which is a real role reversal for us. That's what I said to Sam. I was like, it's usually, but I don't like that feeling. But I don't like that feeling. I know. So I was watching you not liking that feeling. And I was like, Let's go to the farmer's market. So I'm being you and you're like, I just need an hour in the dark. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, uh, this is weird. I think it's good for us. Like that's the kind of thing that I actually don't want to lose again. Well, that's what I mentioned. The I need to get better at you being uncomfortable. We both just uh, in general need to work on distress tolerance and yours is like, yeah. My... My own tolerance for my own distress is pretty high. Yeah. My distress tolerance for you is incredibly low. Yeah. And, and it does go back to our parents. Like it's like oh, that yeah. save the mom, help don't help. Absolutely. Mom. And you don't want to be kept like you felt like maybe your mama was. Exactly. And I, <laughs> I and it like. is, this is actually really helping me because I do this to a lot of my own family members and can do it to Leela. And being on the other side of it, even though I know you mean it in a loving way, I can see now how it does feel disempowering. Right. When you're like, you know, you want to be like, I'm I'm allowed to like have turmoil because something's important to me. And like, I'm allowed to feel how I feel. Right. You know, if you said to me when I was dealing with an issue, like, why don't you just walk away? Yeah, <laughs> I'd yeah. be like. What? Yeah, exactly. And I do have like one of the things that was very, I was proud of myself, uh, but it was very difficult was going, if this opportunity was for me, would I do it? Right. And I was like, I was happy to say like, no, it wouldn't be a quick yes, but I did have to call bullshit. That's the bullshit of the narcissist. I'm not saying I'm a, I have narcissistic personality disorder. I'm saying I certainly have some self-aggrandizing beliefs mm-hmm. <laughs> and feelings. <laughs> ah! I close a folder, put the folder in my briefcase, close it, lock it up, walk out of the courtroom. It's like, these were the opening statements. Why did he leave on that? Um, but I struggle with a certain, mm-hmm. like, I'm the star of the movie yeah. in my own life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yes. But I was like, if I were trying to rent a dance studio for like whatever it was a month, mm-hmm. would I do it? And I, I, I think I was being real. I was like, I would just have to say like, I don't think this is the right time to put out to get back. I think this yeah. is a time to like keep it bread and butter, stand yeah. up tour, book, like make things and sell them. And yes. like don't risk a thing for a biscuit thing. Yeah. Right. But and that was challenging. That and that was not good. That so so yes, even as early as like three thirty yesterday, as recent as that, I was like totally like, I can't, I can't think about anything else. I don't know what the right decision is. I'm yeah. so uncomfortable with like, and I another thing I said to you is I would be, I'm so much more comfortable if I'm waiting to hear if I got a thing. Yeah. When it's somebody in somebody else's hands, but when I'm waiting from the answer for the answer to come from within me it's so uncomfortable mm. and then it really was like you put Leela to bed 
And while you put her to bed, I sat in, you know, after spending two weeks of just nonstop thinking about I come this. come down, you're chewing nicotine gum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're in the inversion machine. You're taking a sauna. Yeah, I'm drinking just, Magic Mind. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that elements? Are you, are you washing your hair with modern mammal? <laughs> you're just doing all the things. I have your haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get very turned on. Oh, my God, Val. What did you do differently? <laughs> Um, so, but I did finally get to like, just sit in a room and think and like be with it. But it had also been stewing for two weeks and I had been talking about it with people and all of that. And it really was like, I want to remember that this happens. It was like the answer just totally arrived. Like it was like very clear, not a big deal. And it wasn't the answer I had been thinking of. I had been really thinking of trying to make it a yes. And then when it was a no, not right now, it was just like, yeah, that's right. Like it just wasn't, there was no like, but am I just like yeah. taking the easy way out? Am I right. just like all this self-doubt? Am I quitting something? Cause it's hard, which is all thoughts that I usually have, but because this was like a deep, clear gut intuition thing, there just wasn't any of that. I was like, no, it's not that it just yeah. isn't right. Like it just isn't for it, me. It, it I, I think what we're leaving out is that you were like, so Val is writing a movie Mm-hmm. And it's a brilliant movie. Thank you. And it's an impossible not to cry when you read kind of movie. <laughs> and it's a within your reach sort of movie to make. It's not about yeah. space aliens and green screen. <laughs> right. It's a and it's something that only you could do. Thank like you. Like it would have to be you writing it and directing it. Mm. And I and you. So I, everybody knows I'm reading the, or read the war the war of art. Yeah by Stephen Pressfield and I've read it twice and I really like it and, mm-hmm. and it's talking about resistance and, mm-hmm. and one of the things so resistance is like kind of like an aspect of your ego mm-hmm. and it wants to stop you from doing what you're made to do yeah. from sharing your gift yeah. he says if we could get rid of resistance we'd lose uh, divorce and disease and all these and war yeah. he's like everything is like unconscious resistance and also unconscious reaction to not doing what we're meant to do. So his theory is if we were really doing what we were meant to do, Mm -hmm. we would be happy, we would be healthy Mm -hmm. uh, and we would thrive. But resistance is like, and he really anthropomorphizes it and makes it into a thing that you can externalize from yourself and identify its tactics. Mm -hmm. And I, when he's going through them, you're like, Oh my God, I have all of these. My Mm -hmm. resistance is a genius. Um, and his solution is like, you just have to do it. But one of the forms of resistance more or less is like another thing comes along and you change horses in the stream. Yes. And I'm not saying that's all you were doing. I think an opportunity came around that resistance did not make. And I'm not saying it was just resistance that made you interested in it. But But when we started talking about the difference in feeling, talk about a vowel reversal. I'm telling you about your feelings in your body, (laughs) Yeah. but getting honest and getting curious about your re your responses to Mm -hmm. considering owning and managing a dance studio Mm -hmm. and like what that looks like year round Mm -hmm. or, and, and this, you said this last night, you were like, it was such a thoughtful, revelation Mm. because like 
I, I don't know if you're like, I think you're like me. Mm-hmm. I'm not always the best equipped to know what Pete needs or wants. Mm-hmm. And when I hear it, I know it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know what pornography mm-hmm. it is, but I know it when I see it. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what Pete needs, but I know it when I see it. Yeah. But I can't necessarily lay it out. Yeah. But you, in that hour or two of silence that you got, mm-hmm. you were like, I'm a seasonal being. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I'm a seasonal being. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite things about show business is like, you do a thing and then it ends and then you do another yeah. thing and it ends. It's always something different. It's always similar, but there are these seasons. It's not 10 years of a dance studio. Yeah. And we're not putting that down. No, But no. you you got honest about your seasonal nature mm-hmm. that you love. You don't want to be necessarily doing the same thing for years and years. Yeah. And you got interested in what it felt like to imagine yourself doing this yeah, or continuing with your movie and taking yeah. steps to like doing your movie as a short film. And yeah. we were talking today about maybe doing a short film version the of the movie, movie like yeah. doing some scenes from the movie as a proof of concept. Yeah. And I know that sounds kind of like pie in the sky or maybe we're trading a bird in the hand, which is like something brick and mortar that you could do. Yeah. Or like a movie, maybe that sounds insane. Yeah. But I'm like, it, it's not. Mm-hmm. No, it's 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 not, and it's wonderful, and yeah. and you're resourced, and and you, not not just I know people, but you know people. Yeah. You're in the community, yeah. and it's beautiful. Yeah. So you were watching how each one of those felt to try on. But sorry to summarize what you said, but you were talking about the fight that you had yeah. for things, and it's like, why don't I have more fight yes. for the dance studio? Yeah. The dance studio, it seemed more like was guilting us going like shouldn't you do this yeah like, aren't you exactly the right person to do this right. and, and you're like movie, i guess yeah it's like a date where you're like he's perfect on paper yes that's and then exactly it the date with your movie is like i he's wanted kinda, to sit on his face yeah <laughs> you know, like, like, he's kind of like unpredictable yeah. and who knows but like also there's an undeniable chemistry yeah, it was like and a we're love, so a drawn. love response and that's what i said to you was i was like really what it feels like it was so crazy because it really was the like i let story. my body do the talking <laughs> i let my body like process it and i went from hours before being like uh, what am i gonna do to like having such a calm clarity and and then getting to the point where and what i said to you last night was i was like it feels like when I think about my movie, which I was working on, you know, before this and have gotten far in and was like going to take steps. And then this whole thing happened. Yeah. Um, I, when I think about it, I'm like, Oh baby, I'm so sorry. I almost, yeah. I like, I'm so sorry. I cheated on you. I'm coming back. Yeah. Like I got, I got confused. I got lost. I like, completely understand. That's I exactly think if we were watching like. a Greta Gerwig movie, like a kind of a, uh, an aimless 20 something. Yeah. Uh, young woman. Mm-hmm. And she's about to do the thing that's written on her heart to do. Yeah. And then out of the blue, someone's like, do you want to, invest in my retainer company we make retainers yeah. for orthodontists yeah we'd be screaming at the screen don't you see yeah retainer might not be right because you love dance yeah so oh, it's totally. even sexier than that it, yeah. it would be but we would go like you know it's digging one six foot well instead of six one foot wells yeah you know that's right and it's very tempting to always change the channel and i'm one of those people that does that too i really you're talking do to somebody that. who's 
I've been trying to write this movie for 10 years. I know. And it's like a beast. And it, and I think that's one of the reasons why. And by the, by the way, by trying to write it, I mean not writing it. Right. Like having the idea and like finding. In fact, that's probably been a great motivating force for me to do other things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's probably been like Oh, sure. Good. Yeah. It's like got me off my ass to do <laughs> other stuff. Yeah. But now I and you at the same time in our cute little writer retreat house, <laughs> we're trying to do it. Mm-hmm. And it, it felt, it was really the best outcome. Obviously, I didn't tell, for those of you, I hope none of you are yelling at your speakers, but it's like I didn't share all of my anxieties no i was pretty quiet about you were you did a great job i just don't want any holding space one of my fears is that i'd be a beast like i'd be the domineering my father did a great job but there was an understanding of like he makes the money so Mm -hmm. we're going that's why it makes my stomach flip when they go to cooperstown they go to cooperstown a lot yeah it's just like yeah you make the money you pick where you go you go to cooperstown yeah. And I'm just like, no, that's fine. But it's not, I'm trying to be a little bit more aware than that. Yeah. yeah it's, not to- it's not very fine. But I don't want to like, yeah, very fine. <laughs> that lemonade. could be true. That could be true. <laughs> yeah. I, but I don't, it's, it, look, it was a deeply helpful exercise. Yes, it, it was. It made me look at my self-bias it Mm -hmm. made me look at just how and you know your brother without getting into it your brother's another one of those people that i think is just like a deeply exceptional person yeah and i can't handle when i think about him suffering Mm because you guys are just gentle nines it's just like you're hobbits (laughs) i don't want the hobbits in my life to suffer. it's not just you and your brother it's all my nines all my motherfucking nines (laughs) yeah and i'm like let us bloody armed threes and fours we'll keep fighting these dumb wars that are written on our souls because of whatever our dysfunction is just enjoy the coconut but now i'm going like it's actually way better Mm -hmm. i hope i'm not just talking myself into this it's like you're not just saying no to this you're going like there's a better and bigger yes right to my left. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Absolutely. And the thing about, and I said this to you last night and you really understood it, where I was like, you, it's interesting because also speaking of the Enneagram, threes in health go, threes in stress go to nine. Okay, that doesn't, I, I was thinking there, went to nine in health. Is that true? No. Okay. I but think threes not, go to nine in health. No, because nine goes to three in health. So actually threes go to nine in stress. Oh, okay. But nines, what I am, go to threes, what you are in health. health. And so what I had said to you was you, what I had said was (laughs) you Hmm. are used to like fighting the war and to you rest feels like, why wouldn't you rest the whole time? And I'm like, I have a gravitational pull to only rest. So I want to be energized and yeah. I want to, I want to be challenged. Yeah. I have to, I have to chase that because rest will come naturally. Yeah. <laughs> I get that part down. Yeah. I have to like, actually like find something that ignites this. Like I'm going to stretch myself for this 
because it's worth it. And I want to feel the fulfillment that only comes from taking a risk and being bold and being scared and doing it anyway. And that's the gift of this whole journey of considering doing this is that it, the two gifts or many, actually there's, they're all kind of coming to me right now, but it's, one is that I realized like, okay, that is how I want to feel. It's just, I'm not going to feel that way about this, Yeah. but I want to feel ignited. I want to feel bold. I want to feel scared of something that I'm going to do anyway, because I know it's the right thing. And, and like, I'm ready to expand in that way. Yeah. <clears throat> and Leela's is a good age for it. And like, this is what I, I want to be leaning into. The other gift was that it was like, Oh yeah, I you know, like the movie thing at this point is seeming to be what to pour into because that's literally like what I said to you is I was like when I think about the business I'm like is it right? Like that could be that could be fun. Mm. And when I think about the movie I'm just like, "Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it." Yeah. So, anyway, that's following your bliss. Yeah. And then the other gift is is the like role reversal for us, the stretching that it caused, you know, for us and all the realizations that you came to with it and how you got to support me in this. And I got to like, try to be uncomfortable and receive it and not, you know, like it's hard for me when I know that my feelings are hard for you. Well, that's also the selfishness of it. It's like, it's not just that you suffering makes me uncomfortable it's that i'm uncomfortable because you suffering makes me uncomfortable right and is it going to become about your discomfort about my discomfort you know what i mean yeah no it's selfish but you didn't but you didn't but when we went when we were going to the farmer's market and you were a million miles away i was like do we really what are we what are we doing but i'll say Mm -hmm. and I, i don't know if this is right or wrong but like you being a million miles away for a movie i'm like great yeah also because it's seasonal right i said to sam today i was like look if val goes away for three months like you're you have to you're shooting this i'm in pre-production and like i can understand that yeah it's just when things are like i'm a lawyer now (laughs) (laughs) it's like overwhelming to me (laughs) like i'm doing a movie i'm like great i i even you know was like i'll just be with leela i'll take Mm -hmm. point on that that's yeah. totally reasonable. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I hope this is helpful to people. I know. I think it it is a little bit like falling in love when you're making those choices looking for something some part of you that knows. Yeah. But it was it was an interesting experiment and I'm going to work on trying to be more comfortable with you being uncomfortable because and that it, can be okay. It's also just like Leela. Like, it's just like how we love Leela, where you you are, you know, it, there are, well, actually, we both have this in different areas. Like, when she gets hurt or, what, like, being, like, roughhousing your way, more like, she'll be fine. Like, she needs to experience this, you know? Right, right. Uh, and whereas I'm like, eh, I don't know, her little tiny joints. Well, I, I, <laughs> we're almost here at the end, but it's this, this, this sort of stinks. But I'm realizing what a resource you are mm. 
mm-hmm. for me in my life. And when you're not there, I get scared. Well, that's, that is a thing. And, and I find so much identity in that, yeah. but I don't think it's healthy to make that my whole identity. No, and you shouldn't And be. I know you wouldn't either. I wouldn't want that but, for you, but I'm, I'm just trying to be vulnerable. No, and be I like, really appreciate yeah, if she's that. She's a million miles away. What do I do if I'm this, this, or this? And, and you know, you're scared of your big feelings. That's right. And you also would, I, you would learn how to be resourced to yourself, as yeah. I have done when you Well, are, that was one of the examples is, is it didn't end up happening, but something came up that was going to be in London. And I was like, and if that, if I had booked that, we all would have gone to London. Yeah. And then I'm like, but if you're running a dance studio, I just go to London. But then mm-hmm. I had a thought where I was like, I can go to London alone. Yeah, yeah. Like when I was alone on my birthday in mm-hmm. New Orleans, yeah, mm-hmm. and I just totally loved it. Yeah, I was like, "Where did you get this idea that you can't do it? Yeah, that you, that you can't be alone?" And it's, I was like, "It's actually not true." No, like I, when I was married the first time, I, I'll never forget. I said to my friend Mike Britt, "I go, I, I." I don't want to tour. I, uh, I, I hate being away from my wife. And he was like, well, you picked the wrong job. Mm. He just said that. And I was like, yikes. Mm, yeah. But I didn't even know what I was capable of. Right. Turns out the Holmeses are pretty good hunker downers. Yeah. And we're pretty good at like one task a day. Turns out like I'm made for it. Right. I just didn't know. But that was me thinking my wife at the time couldn't handle me not being there. So we're always, we're learning who we are more and more. And there's more potential to figure out who we are. Going back Mm -hmm. to, we don't even know who we are. Mm -hmm. And maybe you are. And I think I would wager, and I'm not just saying this, that you're an incredible. (laughs) Oh my God. Get out of here. Is that, is that Greta Gerwig over there? <laughs> oh my God. Gretty? Gretty, is that you? Get out of here. Well, only then time will tell. Then I just met tell. with a wonderful female director I that know. we bonded so hard. I won't say their name just because the project isn't like a fish yet, but like had this like LA meeting and you just think it's going to be an LA meeting. Yeah. And we talked about Richard Rohr and the Enneagram and James Finley mm. and everything that I'm into, this person is into. And we were like, did we just become best friends? Yeah. And then I come home and I'm like, there's a director I think you should meet. And if I do this project, you have to like watch, like be on set and learn from her and all that stuff. Yeah. But not in any official Nepo way. baby. <laughs> just Buddy. You know who else is a Nepo baby? John F. Kennedy Jr. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. George W. Bush is a Nepo baby. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's... No, I know, but that like... That one is good. Okay. But I'm with you. Yeah. Every, Blue Ivy Carter. <laughs> <laughs> every person has used their relationship. This is another topic. Yeah, no, no, no. But I you just use your relationships silly. and your opportunities that come to you. Because yes. here... Well, I actually... This is a, sort of a, a pressure point for me is assuming that people that have privilege, I will concede that connections and being in the world of this is a privilege, is a leg up. And I'm all about leveling the playing field and helping people, all those things, Mm -hmm. especially in film, providing opportunities, I'm I'm about it. I will also say that I know hundreds of Mm -hmm. people that received those privileges. Yeah. Money, support, community, education, yeah. access, and did fucking dick. Yeah, that's so, true. So, yeah, 
if the price you have to you Valerie have to pay is like yeah well look who her husband is yeah yeah look who her husband's friends are that aren't doing <laughs> dick and look who your her husband's all the people like there's a lot of people that know me yeah how many of them are making movies you know what I'm saying like <laughs> yeah like I just obviously as a privileged person mm-hmm. I'm also like that is huge Mm -hmm. i'll even say it's the car that Mm -hmm. took me where i was going yeah a lot of people leave that car in the driveway yeah a lot of people just polish it and look at it and brag that they have a car feel comfortable that they could get in the car and drive somewhere if something went wonky and they had to get away Mm. some people get in the car and and they still deserve credit Mm. for getting in the car that's really nice most people don't get in the car they just love knowing they have one it still takes a lot of fucking balls and every Mm. time balls Every time I've taken MDMA or some heart opening thing like that, I have an appreciation for the courage that it took working with what I worked with. But you give the same, well, what am I becoming a young Republican? But I'm just saying like you give the same access to a hundred people. I'd still say three of them are going to do something with it. Mm. And that, you know, I think the numbers show that. Yeah. It's a lot of fucking people that had a lot of fucking help mm. that still didn't do shit and that's okay they don't have to do shit but if we're talking about tony robinson tony robinsing it mm-hmm. it's not a foregone conclusion yeah. support is essential and we need to give it but it doesn't mean you don't deserve credit so when you do this <laughs> you will be a blood covered amazonian warrior <laughs> with a fresh puma pelt on her back Ooh. and a vibrating singing beaver <laughs> Just, oh, and everyone's like, is her vagina singing? She's like, oh, and everyone will go, she did that on her own. <laughs> well, that felt amazing. Thank you, baby. I really appreciate that. Love is and easy. I better make this fucking movie now. This podcast. Is, Are you kidding me? This is part of it. I know. You talk about it. I know. Throw your make hat, it happen. Throw your hat over the wall. Yeah. Well, thank you for your love and support during this journey. And I hope this was beneficial to people. Just, Are you kidding? Do you have any you idea know. how rare it is? You know, I thought this was like a sleepy sort of like, oh, maybe this is the episode that I'm like, maybe we didn't have it today. How rare it is in real time to like unpack and I know, actually I mean, be vulnerable and it's grow. It's so fresh. Like this is this is our conversation about last it. Because we made the decision yesterday. We talked a little bit about it last night. But we would be having this exact conversation yeah. today whether we were podcasting or not. So So glad to share it. I hope it inspires and uh, comforts. And I I do want to say one little um, addendum to that. You don't have to go out and crush things. I I don't mean you. I just mean everyone listening. Yeah. Your only value is not whether or not the culture thinks you're like a rock star. That's right. Like fuck that shit too. I'm just saying if you are out there playing the, the achievement game and you do it, you deserve some credit, even if you had support. That's all I meant. Yes, that's right. All right. Thanks for listening, babies. Mm. Keep it extra crispy. <sighs> oh, my God. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>